Forge 103.9 and New Sound. This is Real Talk. I'm Bob Fuentes. And I'm Matt Munoz, baby. And Matt, we have a special show happening tomorrow at the Mechanics Bank Arena, May 20th. The Bakersfield Blaze first annual. It's finally here. It is finally here. We've been promoing it all for the past couple months. I know. But you did some voodoo magic and you got one of the stars of the show on the phone, didn't you? Oh, wow. We have, you know, by by the grace of God, man, by divine intervention. Last night I get a call and said, hey, you want to interview one of the legends of the West Coast hip hop. And I was like, who? They said, KK from Second to None, who we have on the line. Welcome to Real Talk, KK. Hey, what's going on with it, Joe? So the Bakersfield Blaze show, I mean, this this show is packed. I mean, there's like, there's no dead space on this on this set, man. I mean, you got everybody represented from the West Coast. You got Ice Cube, Cypress Hill, Quick, Sugar Free, Burner, Baby Bash, Dub C, uh, Rodney and, and Joe Cooley, and of course, Second to None. I remember you going back to the 90s, like the heyday of gangster rap and everything like that. When I found out you guys are still here putting out the hits, and I kind of got reacquainted with like all the string of hits you guys have done. It's pretty amazing. How does it feel to still be out here making it happen, being in the game? Oh, man, it's a breath of fresh air, you know. For us, it's been like 32 years mm -hmm. actually in the game, mm -hmm. uh, considering the years prior to that with underground tapes. And for those from the West Coast, they're familiar with that. The guys like Too Short and E-40 and the Click and DJ Quick and Second and then, or for that matter, Easy and them, mm -hmm. before we got record deals. We were already prominent figures throughout the streets. So this is definitely, you know, 30-something years in to still be here and alive and appreciative of the fans' love and everybody that loves the ideas we put together over music and the lingo that we captured on between Ice Cube, Second and Nine Quick, 5-1-2, Short and E-40. Got the rest of the world catched on to our catchphrase is a strange and lingo. Mm -hmm. West Coast artists. It's a beautiful thing to look back today, 30-something years later. We're still here, still cracking. Oh, yeah. Everybody looks good and sound good. You know? Yeah. <laughs> still got the voice. Still got the voice. And that's that's good to hear. Oh, I'm, always, no. I'm always concerned. I'm always concerned with, like, a lot of the legends, like, you know, when they're they're still out on the road doing it for so long. And I know, you know, the the ravages of touring and partying and doing all that stuff. Sometimes sometimes some of the greatest voices in hip-hop that just starts to, little, starts to deteriorate. And you feel kind of bad. But, like, I can tell you still got the voice. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was going back and I was listening to what, watching those old videos I used to watch, like, on BET and Rap City and all that stuff. And then listen to you now. Everything sounds like it's going great. But I want to I kind of go back a little bit because we, we can't help but not talk about, um, about the 90s, about the heyday of, like, when you guys get signed, you guys come out with your debut three years out of Straight out of Compton. Once Straight out of Compton comes out, all eyes are on Compton. It's the 90s. Everybody was getting connected, gaining support. The world is looking at Compton as like the epicenter of rap. Now, what was life for you and your partner, Gangsta D, like back then? Just kind of take us back into that time. Well, you know, actually it was the late 80s. Mm -hmm. A lot of people yeah. say the 90s. Well, it wasn't the 90s. It was actually 89 and 90. Mm -hmm. And then 91 is when we came out. So, okay. Uh, you know, they, the aspect of the golden era of the 90s is actually only two years, 1990 and 1991. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, when we say 90s, you have to take that kind of off the clock. Let's talk about the specific years between 1988 and 1991. Let's do it. Those are, those are the years... And the artists that came from the Bay, from, uh, from Compton specifically, NWA, 
Next thing up, uh, people forget about Mixed Master Spade, Toddy T, King T, mm-hmm. Rodney O, and Joe Cooley, like yes. we were bringing that up. Yep. Other people from Compton or from the surrounding areas that already made it before in WF. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, they so did. That's kind of, you know, but it's, man, you know, during that time for me and D, actually, me and D are first cousins. My mom and his mom are sisters. And, you know, we're first blood cousins. A lot of people thought we were homies. We're homies, too, but we're first blood cousins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It was great. Everybody looking at in the Mm mid-'80s, the King T, the DJ Pool. A lot of people don't know the history. It didn't start from N.W.A. and Dr. Dre. Yeah. And no disrespect to Dre and nothing. It's all crazy. But you see where we came from. Yeah. The world grasped on this. 90 thing. No, we've been doing this since the 80s. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so it's kind of, you know, it's, it's appreciative. But mm-hmm. that the way we were feeling coming after Too Short from the Bay, moving from L.A. to the Bay, and then becoming what he became to the Bay, uh, for us, all we had was Mix Master Spade, King T, Toddy T, you know, the Batarang, and Say No to Drugs, Mix Master Spade. King T bass and all those other yeah. things that came before, you know. Mm-hmm. And DJ Poole doing the production on King T stuff, you know. I'm like an historian because I was there. Mm-hmm. Not only just being there. I wasn't there in everybody's business, but we are who we are today because we, you know, it wasn't no buffoonery. It wasn't social media. Yeah. Everything was more realistic. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a lot of mystery, and, too. There was a lot of mystery to it. So, you know, kind of people stayed awake. You know, now, I mean, like, everybody's business is, is laying over social there is, media. There is no privacy. Yeah. There is no privacy. There's no, no real safety right, out there right. either. So you mentioned, D- you, you mentioned uh, DJ uh-huh. Quick, which, of course, you guys had mm-hmm. a very successful career with DJ Quick, right? You talk about your second album, which is mostly produced by DJ Quick. How did you guys get acquaintance with such a... I mean, like, we talk about how Compton was that epicenter, right? We're talking about mid-'80s all the way to, like, 91. How did you get acquainted with DJ Quick and, like, other artists around that time? Was it just from, like, other people giving you guys mixtapes or talking about these other artists, or was it just, like, on some genuine, like, we-want-to-work-together type stuff? Far from that, and that's what... I'm glad you asked that because I hope any hip-hop or rap, because it is a difference with hip-hop yep. and rap, Definitely, that's another subject matter that I speak upon or bring to light. Which I would love but, um, to ask you about that after this one, because that's oh, yeah, very definitely. <laughs> uh, This is the first thing where DJ Quick and Second and None, and DJ Quick, uh, that whole storyline, everybody has that fucked up, first of all. Okay, okay. Uh, just the producing and that and all that. Quick is that. Mm-hmm. But people forgot to read. Turn, what does co-produce mean? Mm-hmm. So, Second and None co-produced our first album. Mm-hmm. Okay. Co-produced our second album. Quick has, Quick is a, became a major engineer and a producer. Mm-hmm. And a beat maker, you know, it's a difference of a beat maker and a producer. You know, anybody yeah. can make beats. Yep. Yeah. And make good beats. I mean, we see that all the time now, right? Like, people are selling Oh, yeah. It's selling the loops then, and things like that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. But, Coming together, you know, people always ask me, so what, that was your rap name? Like, well, we come up in our early 80s, that shit didn't exist to us. Mm-hmm. We're from the West Coast. You know, that's why I have to break it down. So, no, we grew up together in school mm-hmm. from 1983. So, you know, so let's start there. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a DJ Quick and KK start because we were in seventh grade together, junior high school, as well as high C. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this, <laughs> during that era in 1981 to 1982, or really from the late 70s, everybody was in the music because you had Prince on the scene, you had the time, early yeah. 81, 82, 83. If you were grew up in a colored neighborhood, whether it's Mexican, Puerto Ricans, Blacks, African Americans, however you want to quote it, mm-hmm. soul music. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Caribbean yeah. music, uh, Latin music. It's a mixture of old jazz and blues and R&B, which today's, you know, they don't, they're not into music and the culture of music, not just rapping and hip-hop. Yep, yeah. We grew up to music. And lovers of music, earth, wind, and fire, emotions, uh, you know, Afro-Panio and, and man. Yeah, you know? and actually actually being musicians, because I know that, uh, that Quick right. is a multi-instrumentalist. Yeah. You know. Right. A, a lot of us. Some, mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know D. My cousin's second eye. Piano, drums, all. Most of our cats are producers from here. We're actually in the drum, yeah. play drums. We all started as DJs for the love of music. Mm-hmm. We all did the same thing. We all make beats. We all do this. We taking the nun brought more to harmony and singing into rap mm-hmm. versus the outside of hip hop. A lot of artists wasn't doing that. Yeah. Hip hop, hip hop bound us for singing. Taking mm-hmm. the nun. Yeah. In 1991. Let's... 1990. 1990. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's when we got signed. But, uh, you know, not to get off. It's okay. But it all started from. Uh, KK and Quick being friends in high school, and 1983 in junior high school, Davis Junior High School. Yeah. Wasn't nobody thinking about rapping. We were, everybody <laughs> was rapping and singing. Yeah. Everybody and their mama, Mexicans, blacks, whites, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Everybody was singing. Yeah. Michael Jackson, so people could stop lying. We were rapping Run DMC, Houdini, Sugar Hill Gang. Uh, Miss Master Spade, Tidy T. This is the early 80s, mid 80s. Yeah. If you were rapping, there was only so many people that you could rap to. You know, Run DMC was the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, let, so, let me ask you. Let me ask you this. So after after you, your self titled debut comes out, it becomes you know essential essential listening. Everybody's everybody's rocking it. Then, but then there's a big gap between the next full length release, not till 1999. Eight years. Yeah, what Eight was years. going on? What was going on in between there? Was just kind of life taking over, or you just doing other projects? Well, we were already in life, already had kids. We mm-hmm. were just living and uh, appreciating life because we had been through a lot that no other rappers or entertainers have been been through, and that's what kind of introduced the world and opened up the world to the reality of yeah, we all come from the streets. But a lot of people haven't went through what we went through, including in WA or other groups, mm-hmm. especially New York artists. We went through a thing called gang culture. Mm-hmm. And we had to come out of that and it showed that, hey, we, we, we're really into music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that- you know, so... Oh, go ahead. And, yeah. and and was that kind of difficult? And you saying like you took those eight years? Of course to... it was. Because I mean, it's back just in like the... trying to get out of the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet. I um, bet. Because We're I bet still you still here like, though, right? It, it was a culture shock, right? Because you have to go around these suits with people. You're a brand risk. Uh, they use these words, right? Um, did did when you guys came back for the second album, all those years, those eight years and all the years before, did it really prepare you to as artists to come out and be like, hey, this is our second wind? Yeah, it's, it, it's easy for us. 
and wasn't worried about the sophomore release, and it always doesn't go well for the artist after the mm-hmm. second album. Well, I, I said this. I said, well, we waited eight years. They, they praised everybody else in hip-hop. He did, came back after five. I'm like, try eight. Yeah. And, and come back with a hit called, like, uh, Up in the Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Sopranos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, we're not the ones only liking our music. Mm-hmm. The world is. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. a year or a few months before that, we had a major hit with Elder Barge and DJ Quick. Hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, come on now. We, we don't. The music is timeless. The ideas are timeless. And it's like you hear, or you mentioned earlier, people worry about the voices of artists. When you look at the West Coast artists today, Ice Cube still sounds like him. Snoop sounds yeah, like yeah. him, but we, we came before. We sound like ourselves. Mm-hmm. You think it's a California sunshine? Were. All of that. <laughs> take, take, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't lie to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you know yeah, what? None of us. Hey, go ahead. No, let, let me bounce into something kind of like, kind of, it, it's obviously related, and it's something that always has to come up when we talk with the uh, with, uh, rap legends. Is Any memories of Tupac? Did, did you guys know each other back any then? Any memories? Y'all don't know. Mm. <laughs> 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 look, look. When, when uh, y'all don't even know that we had a relationship before Tupac was even became a, a thought about death before death row was invented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tupac was with me specifically in L.A. Now, in the city of Inglewood, I'm from Compton. Yeah. The mm-hmm. city of Inglewood and the gangs can tell you stories of me and Tupac or me, Tupac, second none, Tupac, DJ Quick playing basketball. And, all this shit before it was a death row. Mm-hmm. When Tupac was dancing and carrying bags for Disney Underground. Yeah. We were on tours. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. We, we, come on now. Yeah, well, I, I got to see. I saw. I saw Digital Underground, Rhyme Syndicate, Queen Latifah, the Sex Packets tour. So I, I do remember. I mean, Tupac was obviously in the group, but he wasn't the Tupac that we all knew later on. Right. And uh, I used to go to hip hop show, rap shows all the time, and I probably saw you guys live. But God, that was so long ago. That's why I'm like, I gotta find out. I have to ask all these questions while I, while we got you on the line because we don't know when we're gonna cross paths with legends who were actually there, who have firsthand accounts. So. Thank you for sharing that with us, you know, and feel Thank free to share any other memories. It, it is, it is. This oh, man. Is <laughs> uh, City Compton, I, I can go back. I have T-shirts that were made in 94, and we kind of, second to none, kind of started this off where we had Suge involved in the city of Compton mm-hmm. uh, for our alma mater school called Centennial High. Everybody knows that. That's the blood school in, or the pirate mm-hmm. school in Compton. Yeah. Uh, and DJ Quick went there, second to none, high C, West Coast Cam. He's not a blood apart rule or anything, but uh, look at all the talent that came out of Centennial High. Dr. Uh-huh. Dre went there. Oh, you yeah. know, he's a little older than us, but all of this time, DJ Aladdin, we all had classes and grew up together. Rap and all that was just a thing to do in DJing. None of us thought that we would be some famous guys. Now, now, what, where, with all you guys have with so much talent and kind of, you know, back at your home labs doing your thing, you know, how was everybody really open about sharing what they were doing with everybody else? Because, you know, they yeah. wanted they do, they, were they worried that, oh, man, they're going to steal my thing. They're going to steal my shit. No, you know? that, <laughs> no. didn't, that didn't happen until after NWA days. Mm. Yeah, that wasn't knowledgeable. Was it because it money really was involved now? Yeah. yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Exactly. So can- and the idea of becoming famous. Remember, fame and money, back then when it meant something, oh, you're trying to be famous. And you're trying to be famous, you have to have some money to be famous in those days. So, yeah. so before like NWA and stuff like, you guys were just making music because that's what you did. It was, like, yeah, fun. everybody, and it was mm-hmm. competitive on the streets because of underground tapes. Mm. Everybody hears it. It, it fucked the radio. I mean, mm-hmm. excuse my friends, but you <laughs> not, know, this <laughs> not this one, KK. Right? Uh, <laughs> back then, back then, it was like, hey, we hear that on the radio, but the streets are playing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, that's yeah. still to the day. It's like the radio stations are totally lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's just a deal with them and the record companies. But other than that, the streets told mm-hmm. the stories and who's who. And, you know, we all, it wasn't, it was competitive, but it wasn't competitive stupid. Yeah. yeah. It was competitive with creative arts. So what could you do with the turntable that I can't do? Yeah. How can you scratch different than me? Or Absolutely. His voice is distinctive. His beat making is distinctive. Now they, he's a producer. They know who you are because of who you right. are. Right. Yeah. Distinctive yeah. sound, your voice. and they, His flow is like this. Everybody didn't sound alike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's like a lot you of know, artists are getting signed because of what they do, not because of who they are, right? And I think that's right. where a lot of music is, is dying because I remember growing up, because I, I'm, I'm, I'm 27, that T-shirt that you have from 94 is a little bit older than me, right? So um, when we talk about music now, it kind of seems soulless, right? Like it, it doesn't well, really. You hit it right on the point. Mm-hmm. So my my question. The... Oh my god! Go ahead. My <laughs> no, you good. You good. You good. Uh, my question is because um we're owned by the Cesar Chavez Foundation, and you probably know who Cesar Chavez is. And our, our job is to yeah. get into these communities and use hip hop to get into communities, provide uh you know resources and and good knowledge and get them to where they kind of need to be right. And uh, so we have a lot of local talent and local rappers who come on. And, you know, try to, like, boost their ego and try to get them to get to the next part. With someone like you who's a legend, who's been in this game for 32 years, uh, plus, um, what's some advice you would give to someone who's just either trying to pursue music or pursue anything in life and they're kind of just stuck? At that moment of stuckness, go back and start over and research facts. And that's what a lot of people, like I mentioned earlier, fame and money. They get... uh, out of judgment and make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. So, Risha, what we did, we, we kind of got fucked over as well because mm-hmm. we wasn't trying to make it or be in the industry. The record companies came looking for us and said, too short to for us. Because we were moving so much product on the streets or tapes. CDs that just came out in, like, what, 90, 91. Mm-hmm. We were cassette tapes or pressing up vinyl. Mm-hmm. You know, on our own, our own money. Yeah. Promotions was the streets talk, a word of mouth. Yeah, that's you where know, you find people. your loyalty, loyal fans. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the fans, and people will let you know, man, that's weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to try it again. <laughs> you know, some today people can't even take that. They go into depression, man. You know, constructive criticism. Hey, that's cool, but it's not that. Yeah, we'll try again. You know, Absolutely. it's that simple. Man, well, Don't get we on social media and cry. Oh yeah, no, 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 man, no, no. I need Everybody a GoFundMe was... page to help me get my feelings <laughs> attacked. <laughs> now, I, I worked in, I was working in, in a music store, uh, a, a music plus back when you, when you guys had put out your debut. Oh, yeah. So I remember Blue when... Time, yeah, when Blue, White, and Gold. Mm-hmm, when everybody was coming out and like, well, a new release came out, man, it was just like, 
people lined up outside. I mean, this was the glory days right. when people were just really into music. And so, yeah, that's great that you got to experience all this. There's a lot of things that, you know, these kids today, as they say, they don't they have no idea. But uh, I'm on the microphone, too, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk. Let's talk about the show, because that's what everybody's <laughs> excited about, man. We've been promoting this show. The Bakersfield Blaze. You got Ice Cube, Cypress Hill, DJ Quick, Sugar Free, Burner, Baby Bash, Second and None, Dub C, uh, Rodney O and Joe Cooley are going to be there. Now, let me ask you this. Are you guys going to be doing some of your spots that you did recorded with DJ Quick at the show, too? Or are you just going to do your own separate sets? I mean, we'll do a mixture, I mean, of, of both. Mm-hmm. You know, we put Second and Nine has its own set. There's been different uh, shows or events where we're all combined, Sugar Free, Second and Nine, and Quick on stage together and just round about through each of songs and, you know, do collaborations with songs. But some um, later, let's give the pass with the one. You do your set, you do our set. And we, you know, we do ours, basically. Uh, it's going to be you know, give them. Yeah, give them what they want, and then in the mix of that, like we do, if we do do a, a collaborative song, we'll walk back out and do that song, or he'll come back out and do the song for us. Yeah, we'll, you know, we'll share, come on each other's sets. Yeah, and respectively, that's his set. This is our set. And that's his set. Perfect. We're still, you know, yeah, come out, and if we do that song. But it depends too, you know. Second and none might want to do a song. Quick might not want to do it there. <laughs> yeah. so, so, like, you know, so, is one of you guys gonna rap a quick song verse then, or like what's going on with that? Right? Oh no, <laughs> we'll, just do our, we'll, we'll, we'll do our parts and the hooks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, before we go, KK, we did mention earlier you wanted to talk about the difference between hip hop and rap, right? This has been a debate oh. since. They Forever, won. right? Um, people, uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? And, and let the audience know um, your uh, PC version, right? Your your PG version, because <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll give them the PG version. And like going back to the beginnings, like I say, for those of whatever genre, what rap music or reading, acting, mm-hmm. research the history of something before you get into it. Now with hip hop, and like I tell people, it's a great platform that they created, New York. If, if people know how many boroughs are in New York, five, so to speak, three of those boroughs in the state of New York, I believe Brooklyn, the Bronx, and Queens, that's hip-hop. Mm-hmm. has nothing to do with Philadelphia, California, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia. But that platform was respected by the rest of the world. But it's not us. It's not the Bay Area. It's not Compton. It's not Inglewood, Long Beach. But it was respected and appreciated as that platform of hip-hop. Rapping. That's called New York rapping. Rapping was invented in a long time ago. People rhymed words according to music. You can look back on video to 1800s or the golden era of black and white TV, uh, Cab Calloway. Hidey, 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 ho. All of that. So that's rapping. Mm. Blues and jazz was before that was invented. Rapping has been here. Now, hip-hop are just New York rappers. Mm. They put a coinage and a, a collective together, like we would say a brand. That's called hip-hop. Mm. And hip-hop has elements, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody speaks on this. See, this is where we'll get into the basics of facts. Hip-hop has elements. It's a culture. I think it's five elements pertaining to hip-hop. You have to be an MC. It includes in graffiti and dancing, yeah. art, right? Right. 
California, Texas, at the state of Georgia, Miami, bass music, south music. California is in the south. Mm-hmm. This is where people get a whole lot of things. We're all south rappers because none of us are New York, which is in the north. Yeah. New York and hip-hop culture, they had a plan. They had planned work. Didn't include us. We wasn't a part of that during the 70s. And the thing about it was hip-hop and rap. Rap has been here. Hip-hop, when that brand and that that platform came to be, everybody appreciated it. Michael Jackson wasn't from California. Everybody appreciated his music. And they, they didn't claim, we, we claim an MJ platform, you know? Mm-hmm. They just appreciated the music. What hip-hop did, and I'm not speaking all those of hip-hop, but what got out and what was spread, from hip-hop's perspective, we invented everything. We invented <laughs> rap. Yes. We invented, we invented everything. And uh, uh, hip-hop, Hooks don't belong, singing doesn't belong in hip-hop. That's what we were second to know, we're told in 1990 in New York. Mm-hmm. Why are you guys singing hooks over hip-hop? By hip-hop culture. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Oh, excuse me. What, the, what, is everybody, <laughs> what is everybody doing after second to none? Mm-hmm. We didn't invent singing over rapping and beats, mm-hmm. but we made it popular mm-hmm. when hip-hop was at its highest peak because no nobody outside of Funky Four Plus One More from New York that came way before us in the 80s, or Houdini. Yep. Friends, and you know, that's kind of the same thing, but they would, they couldn't sing like me and D or quick. That's like you guys opened the door for the Nate Dogs, right? Or like right, even right now, right. the, the everybody, Nate. Drake. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have Drake. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's singing a hook, and, and this is where I take it back for hip hop to understand. Go back to how, they, they, you know, there's the pride. And I'm not talking about them in a negative way. Just this is reality, and we have the facts to prove it. You know, MTV, uh, the interviews in 1990, the second and none in New York. All this stuff is documented. Why are you guys gang banging and killing each other? You guys don't understand that. We're not out here trying to tell you, hey, you're black, but you're talking Italian and all this yo yo yo. But you have one African pride shit. Get your shit straight. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> come on now. Why are you trying to down another black man from a different community or state? Oh, you know what? You have no idea. You know, this is rapping and hip hop. Oh, all I, that came about it. Oh, 100%. Let me ask you this. When you when you started talking about with the New York's reaction to to like the West Coast gangster rap, when was it was it Tim Dog that came out with F Compton? Did he come out no, with No, no. It was it was before that. Like I said, 1990, okay. 1989. Yeah. We were in New York already. Tim okay. Dog was looking for a way to make money to come up off of Compton because of what him and his partner are fucking dudes. Yeah. This is what they said. You guys were lying, making up stories about the police. You guys having money in these fancy cars, fighting and having shootouts with the police. It's 1990. Yeah. You guys are lying. You're just trying to make a way to make money and boost up your image. We, wouldn't, we don't even think like that. Mm-hmm. That's the New York mentality. As we can see today, what is puffy? It became bad. Boy, world, worlds apart. Today. Worlds apart, though. When you talk about, because there was no social media, so like, yeah, I can oh, see no, they, no. they didn't even but, believe but it. We, <laughs> we appreciated what New York and hip hop culture brought to the table. Yeah, but they think they invented everything, and it's like, hey, y'all have closed minded because we were already rapping and pop locking and locking over here 
when y'all was doing the same shit, same true. years. True, true. We true. have we have guys with buy vinyl records with dates on. So when the message came out, we already had rappers over here with a message. It just was the <laughs> West Coast. It was yeah. the West Coast it's called message. Captain Rap. Yeah. Hard times. That's the same time the message came out. It's like, but they didn't pay attention to nothing but New York. And mm-hmm. that's where pride in New York comes into play. Mm-hmm. We never crowned a doc. We weren't even gangster rap. We were street reporters telling what's going on in the streets from our perspective over here to let the world know what's going on in Compton Watch in L.A. Yeah, the reality. Now you see how that got took out? Oh, we didn't call it gangster rap. We're yeah. street reporters. I love it. Oh, I, love I, that. I like so that. We're gangsters, we're gangsters telling the truth about our culture and lifestyle, like hip-hop. But hip-hop in New York didn't believe our culture. It, it's so and funny then they, because... And, like, then they, and then they downed us on TV, radio, and everything. when We accepted them and appreciated what they did. Mm-hmm. They didn't accept and appreciate what we did until 2022. Mm-hmm. Sad. But, but, it, but it, it, is, it was weird to, to see that like Ice Cube moves to New York after he breaks well, off. Well, that was a bad move. It was good for Ice Cube, <laughs> yeah. but the West Coast, hey, who is DJ Pooh? Mm-hmm. It's a DJ Quick over here for a producer. Yeah. Now you see where this comes in, where Ice Cube gets flat today from the West Coast. Mm. You didn't have to go to New York, nigga. It was the whole thing. You got a whole Bay Area producers. You got DJ Quick, Battle Cat, DJ Pooh. Mm-hmm. So what was the problem? Yep, yeah. So right, I, and that's why West Coast is on Ice Cube's ass. <laughs> so you know the facts. It's nothing. Yeah. Nothing against Ice Cube. That's the fans, and that's what people saw, yeah. and the facts that they got over years of learning. Mm-hmm. We've been bamboozled by who hip hop. Would, yeah, would you say, um, like now, thirty years removed, and uh, the the term gangster rap does that like annoy you? to this day or is it one of those things where it's all we like don't, nobody hears that except for when somebody actually interviews because we never even classified mm-hmm. we nobody used that yep. over here that was only in media in new york yeah. and everybody else who watched boys in the hood and men's society just ran with the story <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't know what the fuck you're talking about yeah <laughs> qu- qu- question um th- this is just more of a personal question uh did you watch snowfall at all love it Okay, okay. I just want to because I know you because I was there. (laughs) (laughs) You're like that was that character's based off of me. This is the difference. This is the difference of West Coast artists. When you watching stuff like that, we can actually say, "Hey, I was there that day." Versus Mm. some none of you guys in New York were in the Warriors movie. They talk about (laughs) gangs. You talk about gangs. Yeah. What is the Warriors movie? Mm-hmm. Get the fuck! I mean, stop doing this stuff. Get out of here. <laughs> I've, I've already come to the conclusion. I'm editing this, so don't worry about it. Right, let him, let right, him fly. Right. <laughs> I mean, in, in, in comparison, in comparison, watching the Warriors and then watching like Boys in the Hood Men's Society. Yeah, I would say I come on. I would see more. Come on, man. It, seemed, it made it made Compton <laughs> seem scarier than New York. Yeah, they, they got juice. Hey, versus... but these are facts. This, this is the truth. New York is scary because it's so compacted and uh, on oh, top yeah. of each other. Yeah. But and when everybody gets out here, it's so spread out. They can't understand. It's so beautiful. How's it kept? Hey, that's a part of reality that you just chose not to believe 30-something years ago. And, and then you got out here, and LL told y'all first, going back to Cali, yep. everybody that y'all want to claim a king of something or a queen, they all love Cali. They all and move LL here. LL told you in the 80s, 
And the proclaimed so-called uh, king of New York, Big E, told you going back to Cali. I love Cali. Mm-hmm. Tupac, all these New York people, Tupac went against New York. Y'all motherfuckers copycats, these are G's. I love Cali like I love women. Because yeah. every brother in L.A. got a little bit of thug in him. Yeah. We didn't claim ourselves thugs and gangsters. We was a gangster, the culture, but we didn't, that's not, that's not us. We're street reporters and rappers. Hey, were you, we were you all about the coach? Were you at the yeah, Source, were you at the Source Awards when when Shook got got up on the mic? No, no, second to none. We don't partake into that. That was different. <laughs> we came before that. Uh, That's yeah. the more other. That to us, that was like Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and you guys are like that's that's too much, right? When you talk about hip hop, yeah, that's just doing too much. Yeah, hip hop in it, New it, York it made a perfect impact. Yeah, it but, made it, know, made it commercialized, and you guys were like, we're right, not about we're not right. about that. We're here to report we our stories. About that. We out here to. Our first thing was called Be True to Yourself. Be, mm-hmm. be Compton Paru Game Banger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Well, KK, we didn't come out. We didn't come out. I'm from Eastside Paru. We didn't come out like that. No, we came out with some common sense and intelligence. Hey, keep cool, little girl. You got what you deserve. Don't copycat when them rich girls flirt because you don't have no money. You won't break yourself. Yeah. We were teenagers. Come on now. Oh, we were just yeah. more advanced in reality. Well, instead yeah. of fantasy, with the polka dots and hairstyles that we were working on. Yeah, and, and you know, we were and, hustling and making money and paying bills and paying our parents' rents. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and, mad, and mad respect to to DJ Quick being a part of all this because I think you know his name. Uh, you know, he's he kind of every once in a while you'll see him doing the 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 interview rounds. I know he was on the Quest Love Supreme podcast. And Questlove, he's all the way in Philadelphia. He was saying that, you know, that he felt that DJ Quick has never gotten the respect that he deserves. I don't want to say no, that. No, he don't. Yeah, that he. Same as, same as second and none. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And it's you guys the same have, like, thing, and, and people mm-hmm. still put Quick, you know, it's like, hey, you can't say Quick without second and none because True. ask Quick. Oh, Y'all yeah. Y'all keep praising Quick. Give Quick his praises, but ask Quick about us. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say go turn over our first album covers as co-produced. You know, quick produce you guys. We tired of hearing this shit. Ask quick. Yeah. <laughs> go look at it. Go 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 look at the last year of Instagram posts and all that. Listen to quick. Quit telling us shit that y'all think and you don't know. Yes. You no, know, he didn't produce the whole album. We did it together. Mm. He mixed and engineered. Why is his name quick? He made a beat faster. He yeah. scratched the faster. We all do the same shit, and W.A. couldn't. Mm-hmm. That's what made us more prominent and to keep us down while Death Row and W.A. stay up. Mm. Keep quick and second to none down. Well, K.K., we quick appreciate is quick. you. Hey, we, we, we pump quick up. He is, he is that. Yeah. We grew up together. Yeah. If anything, can't nobody say shit Qu- about quick to K.K. and second to none. And can't nobody say shit to quick about second to none. Boom. But quick, we're going to keep this true because it's documented. Yes, quick hated on second to none. The only person in the world that hate on second to none. It's not nothing negative against him. These are facts because he was confused at a moment mm-hmm. because we wasn't going with his program. Mm. That's when Death Row came into play. Mm. None of us signed to Death Row except for DJ Quick as a producer, as an engineer, not as an artist. This is where the whole world thinks we were on Death Row. No. We came before that. I look stupid doing the Tupac. You feel me? In 91. Yeah, yeah. yeah we already had a record deal with none, nobody's help. No doc, 
especially with Dr. Dre, no diff, no disrespect. People keep praising him like he did shit. He didn't do shit for a gang of people. Mm. He, we didn't need him. We all made it without a Dr. Dre at death row. We came before that shit. Y'all laid the foundation. We want the world to know. Yeah, we want the world to know that. Yeah. And W.A. is them. And then out of confidence, see, DJ Quick, second to none, and CMW, King T, Mixed Master Spade, Toddy T. You can say all of that. Yeah. Y'all forgot about the rest of us? You only mm-hmm. give MCA credit because he was in a movie and you saw him on the screen. Mm-hmm. Go back and start looking at these podcasts and interviews with everybody from our era. Tell you the truth, but when other people are get their perception of it, we're gangster rappers. You're doing this and doing that, and you're this and that. Y'all have all it wrong. That you was need not to research and get the facts. Yeah, thirty years of lies made up by people from the East Coast, Northeast section. But it's all clear. It's all, it's all clarified in the name, second to none. Right, yeah, <laughs> first and none. That's mm-hmm. how we roll. That's how, that's how I created the name. Yeah. KK, For we appreciate group. you and your time. Yes. We can't wait to see you this weekend. Again, the Bakersfield Blaze concert happening this Saturday, tomorrow. KK, we appreciate it. We can't wait to see you take stage and kill it. And trust me, people aren't going to forget second and none anytime soon. Oh, man, that's a blessing and thanks. So thank you all for having me. And, hey, look forward to rocking and knocking them speakers. That's what I'm saying. Thank you, Phil Compton in the house. To the world. Why you chillin' for the summer, homie? Jumpin' up the stretch, hummer runnin' Fly ladies from wall to wall With my beats, I'm fading all of y'all Can a player spin his double life? Before she shake me with a butter knife Upper level or lower life Still, that's mainly where we coincide If you're looking for a man with a bulge in his pants And really ain't trippin' by the one-night stand I'll be that dude that'll leave you wishing. That's floating in your love pie, strictly vision See, baby, looking cute with a bathing suit Pinstripe all in that without the zoo I'm gangsta, baby, don't you know we keep the heaters hot Summertime when we grind, bumpin' on your block In the club, smoking, be drinking Hennessy Crack a straggler to the fullest is my strategy Ain't no need for acting uptight with gangsta D Now put your drinks in the air and make a toast to me Cause I'm off on the red-eye flight Flying overseas for the ladies with the tights Tell me what you like, fast or slow In my car on dubs A straight f***ing while we fucking, baby Why you chillin' for the summer, homie? Jumpin' out the stretch, hummer running. Fly ladies from wall to wall With my beats, I'm fading all of y'all Can a player spend his double life? Before she shake me with a butter knife Upper level or lower life Still, that's mainly where we now, KK got a space at the back of the club, low-key. I did my thing in the court, that's why I skipped past the door. I got my eyes on tight. I'm headed straight for a corner, got my eyes on this freak. With 10 suckers on a corner. The type that claim that fly and fresh. Yapping like the bottle got the best Rolex sweat. Drenching all of my head and my shirt. It's time to shake my butt, grab a skirt and go to work. Crack the dance floor with me, but don't hurt yourself. Nights in the summertime at the club. The tricks come to spend a lot on these tricks off a knot. That's what they get with pockets ripped to their socks. Damn, these greedy fools come.
human and fly. Talking about how many points I got. That's why I go sometimes for a minute, then I shake the spot. It's either too damn crowded or hella hot. Where you chillin' for the summer, homie? Jumping like the stretch, hummer running. Fly ladies from wall to wall. With my bits, I'm baiting all of y'all. Can a player spin his double life? Before she shake me with a butter knife. Up a level or a lower life. Still, that's mainly where we coincide. Yeah, with Dolce and Gabbana, your mama. In the six double big face. She wanna know how my hit tastes. Yeah, I remember these freaks by face. All the dimples on their cheeks to the belly chain on their waist. Most of y'all knees and knuckles with Cartier belt buckles. Looking for a n- to hustle. I'm the next multi-million dollar black man. For all y'all inquisitive, take the sound stand. Quick gotta beat that'll cost a hundred grand. Party from LA to Rio to Japan. If you in the sand, throw up both your hands. If you in the hood with the leather and wood, let these know who to what got the dope dope. Find me on the net.com to text. Thank you for listening to Real Talk, the podcast. If you want to catch us on live terrestrial radio every Friday, if you're in the Kern County area, tune in to Forge 103.9 on your radio stations. And if you're somewhere else, Matt, where do you well, go? Well, from any place in the globe, you can listen live or stream the podcast from Forge1039.com. Brought to you by Rodriguez & Associates. When you need us, we'll be here for you. You, 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 you. you.